What You Want to Know is recorded in Great White Portland. Bro crazy, bro crazy. Bro crazy, bro crazy. Oh, what's in the secret layer? Nothing, it just feels... I'll keep looking at it and being like, oh, there's like a pillow and a backpack tucked away. Some fans. You maybe see the top of some fans Ooh. that we don't use. Yep. Because you got boxes. that AC. Yep. We lent them out and then our neighbors moved. They gave them back. I was like, well, you could keep them. <laughs> uh, I don't think you should be allowed to return shit once you've taken it. Unless it is asked for. Yeah. Like explicitly. Yeah, if anyone's looking for uh, some guitars, an AC box unit, like a window AC unit. Mm -hmm. It's too, it's like a half inch too big for the basement. And we don't need some stairs. (laughs) We just are we becoming a place where we're yeah it's where we're telling people they can have our shit and listen to the podcast. We're sponsored by Free to You. Uh, That's insane. That's crazy. Drop your requests on the Instagram if you uh, if you need something. We probably got one. One of us probably has it and doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Electric lawnmower. Chris has got you. I mean, I'm going to need that at some point. I thought you had a dude now. I do, but it's like, I don't know how long that's going to last. Mm, relationship souring. <laughs> I, I don't understand what is going on with the relationship with you and your long guy. You if don't I, know how long it's going to last. If I lease a Jeep, then I'm going to have to make some other cuts. damn so you're gonna be like hey my man sorry Uh, wait no Uh, actually it's gonna be (laughs) my man's (laughs) hey hey, hey, you don't need to trim that hard don't worry i'm let you go early today and forever and you cut those bushes back a little deeper you guys are making it sound like he comes twice a month that's it. Twice a month. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, I think yeah. I cut the lawn like once every two months. Beginning of summer, okay. middle of summer, end of summer. I get excited when it starts dying and I'm like, oh, oh. that racket. Yeah, that noise is stupid. Have we ever just started and said, hey, Welcome to another episode of What You Want to Know, We're Broke Gravy. I'm Leon. I'm Eric. Okay. Good one. <laughs> I mean, that's Tank. You know how Tank do it. Incline. Welcome to another episode of The Grass is Always Greener, where we talk about yardscapes <laughs> and landscapes. Uh, what's going on in your sway? Swell? Swell. Swell. What'd you call it? Swell. Swell. Yeah, I knew it was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Swell. I'm swelling away. Wow. 
I feel like we're scraping, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. You know why? Because this is episode 69 of What You Want to Know. That's it? Nope. That's it. That's it. Oh, wow. 69 weeks, plus a couple that we took off for our vacation. Don't do it. Don't do 69 more episodes? Oh, no, I, I thought the dog was about to start barking. Um, all right. Well, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you know, actually, speaking of long actually very much considering for the back the uh again some of that fake turf oh what do you think listeners should leon get that fake turf should i get that lawn toupee that yeah i'm just like i don't if you don't if you don't have an animal then i don't think it really matters only kids they're not going to do too much to it because there's the animal like peeing on it and stuff. Just taking the... shits and peeing. I think that would be a little weird, but you <laughs> don't have vac- to deal with that. You just vacuum it up. So. There's a person with a fake lawn in my neighborhood and it always trips me out. Does it look good? It's looked the same for the past three years. So, How do yeah. you feel when you see a lo- someone who's like basically replaced their lawn with like gravel? or rocks or something like that i like it if there's so if it's just gravel like just a field of gravel like gravel. like i don't want it to sound like it's just like a like a unimproved road (laughs) you know (laughs) but like uh but yeah like like some sort of like at least moderately decorative like lava rocks Sure, I don't, yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind it. I think the pea gravel gets everywhere, like the smaller gravel. I mind it, like you'd always have to like sweep it off your sidewalk and your walkway and stuff. I think it's a horrible idea. Them rocks are gonna get everywhere, mm-hmm. and then, like, especially in those thick new balance treads. Oh, he's gonna be wobbling all week, all day, just everywhere yeah. he walks. Plus, weeds will find a way. Then you got to do all that weird shit. And mm-hmm. it rains and the ice comes and then that gets weird. And blah. It, it just seems like a hassle. Mm. Seems like a hassle. Good calls. Good call. Is it more? Are, are you going to do it? Than, no. Uh, I'm just trying to get an idea of like yeah. where the line is of like lawn acceptability. Because you can make an argument that all lawns are kind of wasteful and garbage yeah especially like i was actually walking around in my neighborhood the other day and 95 percent of the lawns are brown right now because most of the people in my neighborhood don't water most of the people i generally run into in portland don't water yeah yeah uh and then there's one one yard (laughs) that was like here's the thing not only was it like immaculately green and they're sprinkling it at that time it also wasn't very well maintained. Oh. Like, 
so it's like this weird combo of being like someone who probably just thinks a yard needs to look that way mm-hmm. but is also too lazy to cut it weekly this was looking like two to maybe three weeks growth like mm. not over so over really- overgrown but just water. like it's just yeah they're watering it though so they're like this it was green grass. there was no there was like no brown anywhere on it were there was it weedy no not oh, really so they there's, it then. there's maybe oh i'm sure i'm sh- i mean if they're sprinkling to. it this much they probably are doing hella treatment to it they're probably they're probably from not west like... <laughs> if they're watering like that they're from the midwest cuz my dad keeps it tight long he keeps that shit tight. Mm. He would never have a brown lawn. That would be just. Uh, but what you if know, you had a, he grew okay. up in Detroit with dirt, no lawn. So I think it's different for him how he how he views a house and and property. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that lawn is a sense of like it's it's a val it's valuable to him to have that lawn fresh yeah and nice what if the neighbors uh aren't taking care of their lawn would he is he the type that would just like say something he would mow he would mow that section i'm sure there's a name for it that part in front not their front yard but that other is that the fucking name oh that is what you said anyways he would mow that part He would mow that part and maybe even edge it just because it would bother him, which I understand, which is why I do other people's dishes when they fucking. Whoa, wait, what? Say what? If someone leaves dishes in the sink, I'll just do them after a while because it it just bothers me. So I'll just. Okay, so either either you are currently subtweeting Emily. No, Emily's right. Emily's in the kitchen. I'm looking at her. She's just I'm watching her. Not washing them. Like, what's happening? No, Emily puts them in the dishwasher because I have a dishwasher now. But I still like washing dishes. Does she rinse them first before she puts them in the dishwasher? No, I believe she just puts them. That's in. gross. That's gross. Yeah, unless they're real heavy, she just puts them right in there. That is a point of contention in the Anderson Youngkin household. She's like, we got the good dishwasher. So that we don't have to rinse the dishes. See, that's some shit that she would say. And, and then I say we rinse the dishes so that we don't have to replace the good dishwasher. Well, because like, if food scraps are getting all up in the screens and like the food's got to go somewhere. It? Do you clean yeah. it regularly? Uh, we'll do like a little vinegar rinse every once in a while. Oh, do you like yeah. get in and pull it out and clean it? Yeah, oh. like. Yeah, I've never done like the deep clean. Really? Like pull things apart. No. Oh, I didn't know that. Shit. So See that? Which part didn't you know? I'm because we we're there's a lot of talking. But you gotta clean it every month. You're like supposed to, yeah. Because there's like a screen, and then there's like the fit, the like like tube thing, catch. cylinder catch. So like yeah, like roughly monthly. Like can can I'll... you get in that all just by opening the door and get to all that shit? It's mm-hmm. like you pull out the bottom drawer and then you'll see the screen there and then you'll see the cylinder. Hmm. I got a it's mini. Like... Mine is small, though. Mine is I got that 18 inch to fit my uh, kitchen design. So I don't have a, a full size okay. um, dishwasher. So you can wash two plates at a time. I mean, two I plate. can wash. 
stuff. I just don't have the big ass, which, which I don't need it. I'm not making. I don't have kids. I'm not making fucking yeah. all these dishes. I mean, if you keep There's... washing other people's dishes, you might need more room. Just bring I mean, them back to your house. <laughs> do them in bulk. Yeah, Here, for sure. I mean, this is my when I, even when I had roommates. Here's my thing: like, you don't know when a motherfucker is gonna want to be in the kitchen and use something. So I err on the side of just like it's available. It's now available because it's clean. I used it. I cleaned it. It's available. I. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's it. Okay. Um, in what I remember in uh when I had roommates back in the day, <clears throat> and I still kind of do this, but uh because of the same it's like, hey, there's like four dudes sharing like one set of pans. So it's like <laughs> yeah. I like I don't want you to show up and have some dirty ass pan because I was too lazy to clean it. So I would clean before I would eat. Yeah, like, that's what yeah. I do. Most of that stuff, like <laughs> if you do it right away when it's still kind of a little hot, it's easier. Like easy, it's easier. It's done, and then when you're done eating, you can just be done. Yeah. And I remember there's, I remember one of my buddies definitely thought it was weird because he just was ready to eat. <laughs> um, and I feel like another one would comment on it, but never really pay attention to me doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Or like I used to eat off of uh, like I would make a sandwich on like a paper napkin, like a paper towel. Yeah. So you don't use a plate. I had to clean a plate. And people were like, you're always doing that. I'm like, yeah. So there's not a bunch of dirty dishes. Yeah. Just, and just crumbs all over the floor. I mean, what? It, it's like the it's like the Hannibal Burris joke. It's like, like, I believe in myself. <laughs> like, I know how to eat without a nap. I don't know. Uh yeah. Do you ever, did you ever I mean, live in a co-ed household? Like roommates? Yeah. That's all I pretty much did. Yeah. I could Clean never live with dishes. I could never live with like all dudes. I would fucking just get on my nerves. But I, I, I don't yeah. think I could have roommates again like that. No. <laughs> no. It's I just mean, Airbnb is the closest that I ever want to get to having roommates. Yeah, yeah. And even that we're done with now. Yeah, that's probably good. Like, I just took the hit. It was like, I'm just not going to have money for a while. To pay your lawn keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if honestly, if I was looking for a lawn, lawn care, Chris knows a person who is free oh, he's every free. other Tuesday. Every he's other got Tuesday. a ton of work. He's got a ton of work. Every other Tuesday. Well, for now, he's got a ton of work. I think roommates, it's just you're lucky if you have roommates and you all are on the same level. Like, consider yourself lucky because there's always one motherfucker who is just inconsiderate, like universally inconsiderate, not just like, well, this is how I do it, this is how you do it, which I understand, but like, there's just always that one motherfucker who, like, 3 a.m., like, got home, starts playing music. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You have three other people in the house. It's 3 a.m. You're playing music and invited two motherfuckers to the joint who also don't give a fuck about anything. Shit. Like, oh, fuck, you got roommates? 
They cool? Yeah. <laughs> how were you raised? If that's you, like, seriously, how the fuck were you raised? I never understood it. Those I are, never understood it. Those are the children of parents who say, like, if you're going to do drugs, I would just rather you do them at the house. So I know that you're safe. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but also it's, uh, it's like I know people that, that had that and they are very successful and like level headed members of society. And then others that are are scraping the barrel, you know, so. But they're all bad. Uh, I mean, scraping the barrels, maybe not what I want to say, but you get what I'm saying. Um, the barrel. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, you know who isn't inconsiderate, though? Oh. With your time in their space is Kickstand Comedy. Oh, Sponsors of What You Want to Know and Broke Gravy, friends of the show, former uh, employer of mine, future employer of mine, in theory, once I teach again. I don't know, whenever that happens. Uh, okay. Uh, Chris is checking his messages to see if yeah. Kickstand said hi, Chris. Because I think I think me and Chris the have the same case. Do we have the same case? Look at you. I'm just trying to turn my light on so it lights me up a little more. Oh yeah. Hey I'm Google, just... turn on Chris's lights and tell them to go to kickstandcomedy.org to find out about classes in improv, stand-up, sketch writing, script writing, and who well who knows what else. You should head on over to kickstandcomedy.org to find out. Chris is doing it right now with a blue case he presumably bought at Amazon, just like Leon. I got mine yeah. straight from the app from the Verizon store when I got my phone. Are you gonna get that 13? No. I just got a 12. It's um, good. It's still I good. don't have a 12. I have an 11, so I might get that 13. I mean it's cheaper than I thought. Like it's only $999. See, they got you. They got you are exactly what they want. You just said it's cheaper than I thought. You remember when phones were $50? Yes. Shit. And this is why I will you have remember that phone, iPhone 12 for at least four more years until they just. That thing ain't gonna last four years. I mean, my seven days. Because I had a How seven. How sad was it at the end, though? Oh, it was, it was rough. I bet it was slow. Yeah, didn't have no space. I couldn't make phone calls. Like I couldn't use the phone yeah, as a dongles phone. and shit. I had to be on Wi-Fi in order to <laughs> like, access anything. You gotta. You just gotta do that SE. Oh, is That's that like the next like, like half year version? No, it's the like small. Like it's like the, I think it's like the seven. It's like the size of the seven. It's just like small, basic. I think it's got one camera. Oh, no, I need uh, I need at least two. I need at least two. I still now. like I like the I prefer the the little button in the fingerprint. Really? Yeah, hmm. I don't want to look at my phone. Oh yeah, I I turned on. I had to turn that on. I don't like it. Yeah. And there was one time when like I picked up Audrey's phone and it activated. called the police. It called the police. <laughs> <laughs> This it's phone is turn the, light. the authorities have been notified. <laughs> Shit. My favorite phone was the Razor, man. I was a fan of the Razor. I was, was, was going to get one of the new ones, and then it was $1,400. Oh, no. That new one is built to break. The way it just... Folds? There's, yeah, that, that's going to fucking... 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they the way the screen folds, you're just like, what? But like, yeah. why would you even? Why do people want this? They think it's saving space. Now you just got a thick yeah. thing in your, in your like. You know what I need? A foldable credit card to save like a, in my wallet. A screen that gets like wiggly and kind of like like depixelated in the middle. Yeah. No. no. Or it has a line in the middle, I guess. It's just a hinge. I don't know what's happening with these phones. These I think it's like here today. one of them doesn't have a line, like the screen. That's fold, the like yeah. Pita. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like folding a pita. That's just got <laughs> <laughs> like it's, got it's a little, still a little wide. <laughs> What's the like, name yeah, of that's that? Where I store my credit cards. <laughs> What's the name of the pita store in Portland? The uh, like, oh. eat, a, eat, a, eat a pizza, eat a pita. There's a, was a pita store. Like the pita, re, it's like downtown Nicholas. No, 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 it's like pita something. It's so basic, and they have horrible food, but everyone goes there when you're when they're drunk. Pita, pita, pumpkin eater. Search for pita pit. Emily just pita pit. pit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yo, well, yeah, when I first got like to a, a chain, uh huh. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I have some sad Portland. stories at Peter Pit. Some real sad stories. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a fucking Peter Pit, and you either go there to fight or eat or sober up, right? And the people that go there to fight, you're just like, oh my god, you Wait, want to fight in a Peter Pit? Yo, I saw so many fights in Peter Pit. Yeah. Were they fighting over the smoking barbecue quinoa bowl? No, they were just fighting because they're yeah. what a brown rice bowl. You know, I realized this thing when I was with when I was with Emily. We were going to Trader Joe's, and there was like this dude who looked a little fucked up, and he was like zigzagging and going up to people who were parking and talking to him. And she was like, "Oh shit," and, you know, I don't want to make eye contact and all this shit, which I understood. But I realized, like, I take for granted so much the ability to operate in dangerous chaos just because I feel like I can handle myself in most situations. Like you take that for granted, right? I, I'm, I'm guessing you two have a similar thing where you don't avoid, which is probably, you know, the smart thing to do a lot of times, just like avoid, just don't put yourself, don't like why quote unquote risk it, I guess. But like, I just like walk by like i uh, what's the word you don't know what the, god i just my language this fucking pandemic has destroyed my vocabulary <laughs> what is the word for an unknown like ranger oh my god <laughs> is unknown the word you want like uh, in, uh, uh incognito a fancier word for unknown like uh, uh Persona non gratis. <laughs> oh, anyways, anyways, I do that all the time. I walk by people or through people or like stare at if like someone stare at me, stare back like at them. Can there? we back up to the through people mm-hmm. part? Oh, you guys didn't know I'm half ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I can just turn on. I can oh, turn it on sometimes. My love, ghost stepdad. Yeah, you know, and when I went to the uh, never mind, that's gonna make a bad joke. 
you were you gonna make a Leonard Park six joke? No, I was gonna say that the all white right, school I went to, they tried to call me a spook, but I put an end to that real quick. Ooh, that would have been good. Yeah, but you know, some days just like eh. Yeah. Like David Chappelle said, maybe the wrong people would have been laughing at that. Mm, true. Maybe the wrong people did laugh at that. They're like writing that down. Look up spook later on. <laughs> did someone drop a Leonard Park six cut? Because I guarantee you only 10% of people listening understand that. Hold on. Emily, you ever heard of Leonard Part six? Okay, there we go. Have you ever heard of Leonard? Leonard Part six. Okay. Yeah, even, no one knows what Leonard Part Six is. Even in my youth, I knew that wasn't a good movie. <sighs> Why would he shaking his lips, his wet lips back and forth? Remember that scene? You're just I like, don't. what is happening? You could probably <laughs> look that up on YouTube. <laughs> just Cosby He's wet shaking lips. his big, and they're just there's something so like, oh, it just felt like might have menstrual show. Like, what's happening right now? And that was in, the, I think that was in the um, trailer. Oh. I see a still shot and I do not care for it. Yeah, that. yeah. But as we all know, uh, Kaz is sus. COS yeah. is SUS. What if Cosby was like. <laughs> I would like to be on your podcast. <laughs> I got some things to say. I saw, I saw a picture of you gentlemen. That you got your pants up around your waist. So you must be respectable. I mean, Uh-oh. like, what do you do? Because, you know, like, I feel like we would light them up. But then, like, are we just promoting just, you know, a fucking monster? Yes, that's the answer to that. Yes. Uh, but also, nobody makes any money off this show. So it might be fun just to have him on the show. I mean, just light him up. Oh. Ooh. I don't know. What's the name? <laughs> I just forgot her name. Black uh, woman. She has a talk show on like Peacock. Oh, oh Amber, uh, Amber Ruffin. Thank you. She was just talking about uh, or she she did this little skit on uh, R. Kelly. And it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And just how like how supported he was and how people are still like supporting him and the dirt he did was just known like known like, you know, he's like he's a fucking pedophile, dude. Like he's a rapist and like pedophile and all these things. And it was just like, no. And like we did nothing. Are people As still supporting him? Yes. Oh. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of his joints came on, and I was like, I mean, it's, it's a bop, and I just had, I just, I was like, I can't do it. Supporting him as in like just no, like listening to the music. Or no, supporting like him directly. Outside, supporting like, him directly, like, like free R. Kelly, like free R. Kelly, but also like he didn't do it. You know what I mean? And there's more stuff coming out about him and Aaliyah. Um, I don't think this younger generation really under, like understands just how popular Aaliyah was. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, Aaliyah was before Brandy and all of them, correct? I'm correct. Yeah. That, right? She was right before Sierra, like, hit. Yeah. For like, uh, Sierra hit for like a couple weeks and then uh, Aaliyah kind of kept it going. And Shanice tried. She tried, but she only had that one hit. Who? Yeah, you don't know. Shanice from Detroit. Uh, her like song was actually my cousin was really good friends with her. Um, okay. I like your smile. I think that's the name of her first song. Your smile. Okay. Ooh, that shit's gonna be like going through my head all day now. That's a Isn't it amazing that there's like space in your brain or some like coded synapse connection that yeah. you can have not thought about a song for 15 years, and then Ooh. as soon as you hear the right note, it's just like yeah, clicks. And my cousin's actually everything. in that video. She's the light skinned girl in the video. Look her up. Okay, the light skinned girl in the Shanice video. You ever say light skin and you see a white person get uncomfortable, or dark skin and you see a white person kind of tense up a little bit? Yeah, like you just said something. That's, <laughs> it's like what? That's why I say light skinned. Light skinned. Yeah, 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 adding that extra syllable that makes it feel uncomfortable too. Because (laughs) yeah, definitely that that black patois. Or you say hi yellow (laughs) when there's one other black person in the room, and then when they start laughing, and then the white person asks, "What does that mean?" Then you greet, you got him. I drop a hi yellow every once in a while when I'm talking about my brother. I just be like, "Well, you know." Okay, so is this why I've never heard of the term high yellow? Because I'm well, like, you are. I was like, high yellow okay. is not light skinned, right? High yellow is, uh, well, shit. I actually, maybe it varies depending yeah. on where you're from. Yeah, high yellow is like the, the light skinned brother with the green eyes. Like, but I'm saying high yellow, yellow is, I would say high yellow is actually a tier above quote-unquote above a light-skinned person when you say above you mean uh lighter so like no i'm saying like so my family on well actually both sides right they which you can do which you can the old school family they the older folks like they you know they bought into that bullshit and they would literally rank rank like your beauty based on the darkness of your skin yeah you know what i mean so i would say in their eyes they would rank high yellow above light skinned and it was all about those eyes right it was like oh if you had that light skin and those eyes it was just like you know what you're saying right all you're saying is like the more white you look the the, like better you are there's there's a dude who uh, runs the corner shop over or works at the corner shop um, on MLK and Deacon Black Rose Market. My man's eyes are distracting. Uh, Light skinned brother. The green? With the green eyes. 
And I'm just like, <laughs> just like you fall in love all over again. <laughs> with a, but have you ever ever seen a dark skinned person with blue eyes? That shit is that shit does it, it did trip me out the first time I saw it. Like real blue eyes, not fucking contacts. Well, yeah, that would be it's wild. That'd be a trip. It is kind of it is eyes are interesting though, right? Like yeah. I don't know. But anyways. I think I went through a, a quick little phase of, you know, a percentage of self-hatred where I was like, I wish I had different color eyes i went through a nose period oh really yeah and i don't even have that broad of a nose like but there was a period where i would like literally like oh wow like try to train my nose to be all day thinner damn yeah wow yeah yeah yeah, that no, felt I, hate and, and you know, and we perpetuated amongst ourselves. Um, oh, yeah, saying totally. shit like Africa black and like blue black. <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that's that, that is pretty fucked up, but yeah, and it's still, ha- <laughs> yeah, it's still happening. Up, but... It still happening. No, I'm just thinking like it's still no, happening, I... it's still <laughs> happening. I'm wondering, that's because you know, we all had kids. And are saying the same bullshit, basically. Mm-hmm. Even if you're joking around, it's like that that little thing I sent you with the kid who's playing goldfish and slams <laughs> <laughs> it down and you know says the slur. It's like, yeah, because he heard y'all, y'all were laughing, having fun. Of course he's gonna adapt that. Mm-hmm. You know, I sent that to so many of my black friends. It was so, I mean, the responses they wrote back were hilarious. It's just like, wow. Anjane just wrote back, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. I was like, yeah. Uh, but imagine like your child doing that in a room full of white people. Because that's what it was. It was all white people in that room, and then the black family and that kid did that. Oh my god! And I know people are listening right now, but I can't even really. I don't want to go into details about it. What's the name of the show? What was it? The I never watched that show. Oh, I didn't either. It's basically a sitcom, uh, and the main stars is this black family. And sometimes when black people play cards or dominoes or just games, things get energetic or heated or, you know, a combination of both and fun. And, you know, when you're feeling good and you're feeling safe among people that look like you and that you kind of know where everyone's coming from, you just say things. You use words that you wouldn't use outside of that room. And your mm-hmm. kids, your kids can pick it up sometimes. It's Speaking of that word, that word flew all the time playing spades with my family, my extended family, grandma, uncles, my God, all the time, all the time. 
Well, let's, in, let's get in that anger straight. and joy. What's that? In anger and joy. Oh yeah. Let's get that spades game going, so we can see okay. if uh, if it pops out of you. I mean, it won't. I, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very calculated with my use of that, and I only use that with two people. So who other than Emily? <laughs> I mean, that's insane. That's insane. I would, I would, I would never. Ever in a million years. Say my name. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. What kind of role play? What kind of whack role play was that? That's you. I mean, it's no, it's not me. Oh, it's for sure up there. There's yeah. definitely people doing that crazy shit. I mean, there's a Broadway show about it. I believe, what? right? Spider-Man into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the night. Turn oh, is that what it was? Turn off the night. Turn off the dark. <laughs> I think it's called Turn Off the Dark. Turn uh, off the dark. Which it's a budding romance. And shit. then one thing gets said. You're like, nah, we out. We good. That's crazy. Um it's like he's this dude is supposed to be like the next big writer guy. Um and he had a show called, I think, Slave Play. Slave play, yeah. Why? But it was it was about like interracial couples oh. doing this like uh, therapy through. Yeah, I don't. I read some. I read a uh, J- uh, Jeremy O'Harris is his name. Therapy. Uh, I mean, let me look up the. Maybe not therapy. Um. Slave Play is a three-act play by Jeremy O'Harris. The play is about race, sex, power relations, trauma, and interracial relationships. It follows three interracial couples undergoing antebellum sexual performance therapy because the Black partners no longer feel sexual satisfaction from their white partners. Mm. What the fuck? Mm. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I'd go watch it with y'all, but man. Yeah, who is that audience? Could you imagine if that show came here to the fucking Portland Five? Here, I mean, Portland here's the center stage. <laughs> <laughs> Portland Five. Just, just filling up the fucking... Uh, the the I can't think of the names of any of the theaters right now. Yeah, That's the, how out of it I am. Neither uh, could I. That's the, why I just and, uh, it starts with an A. Keller. Uh, Keller. Keller. Like Keller Auditorium. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Who that's for? Because if you were to believe that there was a, a thorough audience for non-old white people around Broadway, like a, a significant one, then maybe. But you have to imagine that still most of the people going, or a good chunk of the people bankrolling those shows are old, wealthy white people, right? On Broadway? Yeah. I, maybe I, I, you know, I don't think it's gotten that much less elite, elitist. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what else? Did the, uh, the only other thing I know that the guy has written is he wrote the screenplay for... Zola, which I haven't seen yet, but I want to. 
Zolo? Zola. Oh, Zola. Zola. Like, huh. a, a movie that came out earlier this year. Zola. Um, Ooh. someone dropped a Steve Gutenberg reference today. Who's Steve Gutenberg? Why do I? Come on. Uh, you, come on. You, we're not telling. Oh, we just did. Oh, oh all right. Well. <laughs> oh, you know who fucking Steve Gutenberg is. Did you say you Police Academy? Bad movies. Yeah, Police Academy. Three, Three Men, Men and, and a Baby. baby. Cocoon. Cocoon the Return. <laughs> Yeah, but Academy might be the only one of those that I saw. Yeah, it was uh, Larkin. Larkin dropped the Steve mm-hmm. Gutenberg, and I sent her a text. I was like, "Do you even you know who the fuck Steve Gutenberg is?" And because I think Larkin's Larkin's not thirty yet, right? Mm. Anyways, she's young, <laughs> and uh, she like found him in her youth. I was just fascinated by that. Steve fucking Gutenberg. I don't know anyone under 30 who even fucking knows Steve Gutenberg, who used to be one of the most famous actors of his day, by the way. That yeah. dude was popular as hell. Well, what's he doing now? Um, you know, making TikToks. Hopefully holding on to his money. He should be. He should have made a pretty pretty good. He had a really good run. So hopefully he he was smart with it. Wait a minute. Roe v. Wade? Apparently, there's a Roe v. Wade movie that's coming out, or that came out. I mean, that Steve Gutenberg is in. Oh, hmm. no, Steve. Who, who made it? Uh, like, what uh, site is it on? It's on IMDb. I don't know. That's <laughs> no. not site, side. <laughs> oh, it's side. Is it on? Uh, like, I don't know. It's like Kathy Allen it? and Nick Loeb are the directors. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Are you going to watch the original or the original the documentary? Yeah, the documentary first. No. Okay. I think I'm just going to watch the movie. Where is it? I think it's actually free right now. I think it's on. Is it on HBO Max? Maybe it's on HBO Max. What is Thursday? Is HBO first one? of the week. Yo, by the way, Woo Assassins on uh, Netflix. It might be my new IP man. I'm really digging oh. the. I'm digging the. The martial arts. It's not the best acted, but I'm. I'm digging the martial arts. It's a series. I was about to say. Before you said your new IP man, I was about to say they're making another show about Wu Tang Clan. I was like, they have a second season. I thought it was like one season. Here's how Wu rose, but I saw a second season. I was like, damn. All right. 
Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched that. Oh, I'll definitely get into this. Besides the Tammy Faye? No, Woo Assassins. Oh. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting concept. Did you see the one? I can't remember what it was called, but it was based off of uh, kind of a, a book that Bruce Lee had written. And then his can't remember if it's his daughter or his niece actually directed it into a series. What's it about? Uh, it's about it's about a young guy who comes to America, like back during the Italian. Yes, yes. Or Irish I've, been, I've been watching that. God, what is it called? Fighter Warrior. 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 I've uh I've watched six episodes. I'm watching it slow. It's good. It's good. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. There's some good martial arts in that too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been real enjoyable. Oh winter's coming up. Might be might be time to settle back into some more of those martial arts movies because there's some yeah. of them had to have like eight episodes in the series or in like a movie series you're just like oh. i i feel like as with the way things are going so there's a reason why we all got vaccinated right like we got vaccinated one to like because it's the right thing to do but also like so that we could do things you know, but, you know, be smart about it. Like, that's the point of the vaccination also. Um, And I just feel like, I'm not just talking to us, but I feel like this winter, it's important to have a plan. Like, we should have plans to be social. So even if, like, the venues, because I don't think the venue venues are really going to happen, or maybe they are, I don't know. But how many people are going to go to big venues in the winter time, even if you have a mask? I, I don't know. With the way our weather is, especially, you know, that dampness. But I do think, I do think, like, as long as you're vaccinated, you can have, like, spades tournaments or, yeah. like, a few people over for a movie night or whatever. And I, I just, I think, yeah, I, I hope that happens. I'm down yeah, to I think that, part of that. Yeah, I've been definitely... Uh, embracing the small group of vaccinated people uh, kind of hangouts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, yeah, you got to do that to, or I have to do that to stay sane and to keep making it through. But yeah, it's just like, shit, do I want to go to a concert? Yeah, I do. But also, I'm not about to stand next to who knows who even though i'll probably be okay like throughout it they're probably the ones that have the biggest risk but let's yeah i just don't want to do the winter again and 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 i i made it through but it was it was you know it was pretty much just me and emily and like Uh her family sometimes but that shit, I mean, it was long. And obviously talking to people, seeing people on Zoom, but I don't really want to do a second winter of that here. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I absolutely 
can, but I don't know like what, but like I, even the last, like I think I even mentioned last week that I was kind of in a funk. Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. still in that funk. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like really trying to figure out. And I think, I think part of it is like looking into the future, the future months where it's like, all right, it's not going to be as easy or as pleasant for me to go outside and go on walks or bike rides or whatever. Yeah. I like hanging isn't going to be as easy the way we've been doing it. Um, Like what do we need to do? And I think what you're saying is a thing that is like something I definitely want to probably discuss more with my cohorts and figure out because yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I've been holding the line, but it's, it's, I, and and what really didn't help is having like two months off Mm. where like in the middle of summer, it was like, oh, here we go. And like, even though I was kind of a little like, I don't know if it's going to stay like this, it's feeling like it's kind of slammed back shut or at least like slammed pretty closed again. And that I think whiplash hasn't helped at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, we had a uh, COVID scare with Lennox. Just mm. like uh, daycare or what? Well, it could come from anywhere. Could be like daycare, grocery store, um, other kids, like just general people. Um, but he like woke up with a fever like two nights in a row. And we were just like, oh, but got in, took him down to like, I don't even remember where we went, somewhere out in Beaverton to an urgent care place that had an appointment. And thankfully, he like his test came back negative. So it was top draw, all good, uh, massive relief. But seeing, uh, couple kids come out of there who you know that they just found out that they did have COVID Mm. and like just like bawling their eyes out because I'm sure with schools there's probably some kind of a stigmatization um, because kids will make fun of you or isolate you for less And so, you know, if you're the kid who got COVID and then was out for two weeks and then comes back, that can't be easy as like an elementary, middle school kid. Uh, It's just like my heart is like broke for just seeing that. That shit will stay with them for years. Mm -hmm. Like whether they have COVID or not. It's like you're gone for two weeks during this period of time. Yeah. People are going to call you like, COVID Chris when you come back. Unless you come back uh, with a nice tan. Well, <laughs> unless they have to isolate more than just you because you've been around other kids. So then that you're all taking 10 days off. Is, which, I'm really curious what's going to, like we were talking with our next door neighbors who have two kids in um, in like second and fourth grade or something like that. And one mm-hmm. of the kids in the second grade class had a case and we're like, so what? are they doing and she her answer was very much was very much like frustrated and kind of like not totally sure what they're doing exactly 
there are just no plans in place, really. Do they kind of stretch the close contact rule when something like that happens? Where they're like, I mean, they were three feet apart, but they weren't exhaling. Well, you know, you have to... Contact tracing is hard. It's really hard in schools. It's really hard with kids are all over the place. So we have a third of this one sixth grade class out in North Worth and gone because they're quarantining. A third because of one of the kids. A third of the sixth grade is Jesus. quarantining. So, and this is a sixth grade that are coming in there emotionally as, you know, fourth graders because they haven't been socialized. Right. So don't forget that. So emotionally, you're kind of fourth graders and now you're in this school and it's just sixth, seventh and eighth and you're around people, but you're still kind of got that fourth grade mentality. It's not your fault. So you're, you're wilding out a little bit because you can you're touching people and just being it's it's. You know, it's going to take work, but everybody has to realize there's a reason that there's an uptick in like violence and just outbursts and tantrums of adults, mm-hmm. right? There's such an uptick in that. It's, it's, it's wild. But now, like, so now imagine how kids are doing, right? Because their brains are still developing and you just had like fifth and sixth grade or fourth and fifth grade taken basically from you you didn't get that socialization it's socialization in my opinion is more important than education than the academics to a degree up to a point right and and or they're so interconnected it's it's very very important yeah you can't have one without the other i think so and the socialization is lacking. Mm-hmm. Systems, man. You need real systems in place for that. So do the kids get sent home? They Do they get sent home with a laptop and they can do distance learning for the two weeks? Or is it like being suspended and you get a packet of, you have to go to the office. Your parents have to go to the office, pick up a packet of papers. I will answer that question by saying. After the break. <laughs> so some districts uh prepared like uh like a CDL like they prepared um so if if we have to quarantine an entire class and they're gone for 10 days then we have this online uh block mm-hmm. and yeah. so they will not miss out on this right um, that's what some districts did. They planned for it. <laughs> some districts. Yeah. And none of these districts really have money for it. Uh, because education and as important as bombers. Yeah. And I don't drones. know. It's helping Australia build nuclear submarines. That's that's important to spend our money on right now. If you fear New Zealand attacking, it is, yeah. Uh, have you seen Moana? <laughs> Polynesians are big. 
they all look like the rock yeah today maybe we are in the matrix and we're about to reset and the version you know 10 is about to happen because it just feels it feels intentional the stupidity and the bad choices and the denials it's just like hmm and there's a reason that we feel isolated, those of us that are kind of like, is this really happening? Because we feel like, you know, God, is it really only, it's not magical thinking. It just, you feel isolated, like, God, why can't people see this? Like, or there's more of us and we just don't realize it. And they're just giving that megaphone to, you know, fucking. I'm not going to wear a mask and I should be able to do whatever I want and go wherever I want and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, that's not really how this works. I mean, but it is. It, yeah. <laughs> it is how it works, which is the, is the problem. That's not oh, how it Unless you get on a plane, though, right? So it isn't how it works when it comes to institutions that I think. So you're right. It is how it works. Like you can't, you literally can't do that on a plane. You will get your ass arrested and then you're banned, right? You can't do that at, in certain functions, but you can like do it to intimidate like a school sometimes or a yeah. small, like that's what I'm saying. Like, so what is it about planes or that institution where they just don't fuck around and, and it is what it is? Um, it is pure it's safety first it's a safety first mentality if anything goes wrong historically with aircraft like if anything goes wrong you're putting everybody's lives in danger and so they've there's always been a overabundance of safety and caution with aircraft and so it's just built into their nature to like you're getting up out of your seat when the seatbelt sign is off sit your ass back down or we're going to tape you to this chair like mm -hmm. that's just part of the way that it is it's um, also a it's also a generally speaking uh higher expense thing like right so i mean even like the amount of like some people who put money into taking planes or taking flights or whatever you know they have the money to do that somewhat frequently. I feel like a lot of those other people don't, but they make it happen when they have to. But it's like the le the least you're paying for a flight is 300 bucks. <laughs> the <laughs> I mean, you just turned that like it was a horror movie, yo. Like, can you see this? Can you it's like see what this? You, what you couldn't see is that Lennox initially was standing behind that door. Yeah. And What's Leon looked looking to the right at? and looked back. I'm just looking around, just exploring, what's, what's taking it all in. <laughs> I mean, this kid, that kid, I know, what, two months over two years old. Yeah, is he shaving already? Huh? Right? He's shaving already? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Got him his first little uh, big razor. That cut looks good. Wow. Eating just half racks of ribs. <laughs> I know. 
I love. Just smash mode. Yeah, my dude smash destroyed mode. those ribs. <laughs> they were good, right? And they were rightfully so. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We're still waiting for that uh Leon, the like super chef cookout situation that he was hiding for six years. I know. I think I'll fire up my pellet grill for you. You do something in there. That Green Mountain Grill. GMG. Have you been liking it so far? Oh, I haven't been using it. I've been using just uh, propane because it's, you know, it's an ordeal in the auger and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I cleaned it up in the summer and, I, and then I covered it. So it's it's ready to go. I should actually buy some pellets for the wintertime. It's fun to cook in, cook in that thing when it's winter, when it's the winter. Slow cook it. It's great. Digital, digital heat control. Oh, shit. That sounds nice. Oh, it, it is nice. A lot easier than my uh, uh, setting up my Weber grill with like indirect oh, I heat. I put down the pictures. Yeah, it's, you know, it's an, it's effort. I got to put in the work. Yeah. Impossible to maintain the temperature. Like, it's just swinging from 250 to 300. Um, but product is good. Get that deep penetration, that deep smoke ring. Nice crispy bark. Mm. Mm -hmm. This all sounds really dirty for some reason. Uh, I think just because you said penetration for some reason. (laughs) And you get that deep penetration, it gets juicy, tender. Extra juicy. Lord. Succulent. No, that ring's important, though, for real. I remember the first time I saw the smoke ring. I was like, did I undercook this? I was like, no. I got it. Daddy, are you whispering to the food again? Oh, yeah. You got to whisper to it. It's like a plant. You got to let it know that it's part of the family. Sing to it. Massage that dry rub into it. Uh oh, plant's getting cooked. Dry rub, nice. Yeah, this time I I usually <laughs> do like uh, some like Dijon as a binder, and then the dry rub, let it sit for a little bit. But this time I dry brined it, so I didn't uh, do the Dijon. I just did the dry rub straight on with a little bit extra salt, uh, and then made sure to like give it some extra extra spritzes with the i used like coffee for the spritz Uh, and just like make sure they keep the spices and the liquids flowing in and out but not getting it too wet so that you get a nice part you ever just spritz with sprite or seven up i've never done that never done that that might be detroit style right there i'll give it a go or you can use verner's uh you can use Verner's, a can of Verner's to like uh, get in the, Detroit. to get in them tough meats. Like it really loosens it up. You just let it sit in the Verner's for a couple hours. And then it gets that little ginger, that little hint of ginger. Okay. It might be fake, fake ginger, but I don't know. But yeah, okay. Verner's is real good at like breaking into like, you know, that tough cartilage. Yeah. And tough. 
So much meat to cook. Enjoy while it lasts. Yep. Cows won't last forever. To die. But don't worry. There go the cows. Four civilians have been sent into space. Audrey was like, would you ever, would you want to do that? I was like, that sounds like the worst vacation ever. It's like three days. Just. Are they going to the space station? Huh? They're past the space station. What? Oh, they missed their turn. Where are they? (laughs) 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 The Garmin acted up. (laughs) They're just going around the earth? They're just orbiting the earth at like, I think it's 50 miles beyond uh, where the international, or not miles, 50 something beyond where the International Space Station is. So they're really making those, that Amazon guy look stupid now. Well, yeah. But Bezos. Bezos. So they're just in that ship for three days. Yo. Fuck that. Like, and like, if anything goes wrong, yeah. they cannot dock at the International Space Station. Like, there's no capacity to dock at the International Space Station because they replaced it with a moon roof. So if they hit some space debris, if they hit a little put a penny floating out there, they're done for. Uh, somebody at the space station is probably going to get a call and like, can you get out there in your space suit? And then they'll have to like fucking Apollo 11 it. So, oh, so like, OK, so like who are the group of people that they get to go get them like this is a Hollywood movie? So like, oh, because they're like, we need astronauts, and astronauts are like, we don't know how to do a rescue mission. So they like, like I don't know, they get like truancy officers or something. <laughs> they're like, like oh, yeah, that they send from kids. Earth to go they're, rescue they're them. Like, it's easier to it's easier to train these truancy officers to get these people than it is. That's to, crazy. Probably uh, like Mark Ruffalo, rodeo cowboys, right? Oh, you just oh. train up some rodeo folk. Mm-hmm. I like that. So uh, this is an audio medium. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing a lot of pantomiming <laughs> for the three people that will watch this uh, video. Which, if you want, you can watch these on YouTube. But yeah, I think it's just my mom occasionally. If you want, my mom, <laughs> Justin, my my friend, Justin Himes. Who is it from Kickstand that lives in my neighborhood? Eric, I'm asking you. I I don't know. Uh, you live you live near Ann Zander. Yeah, Ann Zander's not too far from you, but I don't think that's I don't think she's that close to you. Yeah, in, it was in your oh, neighborhood? Uh they live Roland? Like right behind Tough Luck. Oh, that I don't. So I'm like eighteenth. And the street right behind, because I was walking over to Tough Luck this morning to pick up my truck, and uh, I was like, uh, I like looked inside one of the windows of the houses, and I saw a kickstand, uh, like tapestry kind of thing. Hmm. I was like, so if you're listening and you live in the Woodlawn neighborhood, you got a kickstand tapestry up in your living room, and you have a nice little uh what are those called uh gazebo outside in your side yard 
I think maybe a Subaru uh, is, is your vehicle. Yeah, you didn't I, I've just given up a lot of information about you. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot 13, of 1346. <laughs> uh, your VIN number is 1VI974. Oh, the door open. So just think Speak. about that. Speaking Maybe of on it, you're looking good. Speaking of performing, next week apparently, both Leon. I was pointing to you, I think. Leon will be performing at the Siren Theater, and uh, I will be one of the monologists along with uh, October Moore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to just watching some improv. It's been a while. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing a Chris Williams original. Multiple. Well, who knows what I'll be talking about? Because it's all up to the audience. It's all up right, to the audience. Like, oh, oh yeah, the, oh yeah, yeah. They just, you know, they asked the question. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's been a while. I'm just like, you're not just preparing something. Um, <laughs> no, that's tomorrow. Why don't you tomorrow write a I'm, script I'm telling the story? <laughs> Uh, campfire stories, right? Campfire stories, which will be long past by the time this episode drops. So, campfire stories. Read about story. it. Read about it. I'm it's sure there'll the be some uh, video on demand uh, posted somewhere on the internet. Maybe uh, on a YouTube. Maybe. All right. Well, we still don't have questions, huh? Everyone gave up on that. Wow. Everyone's Come just on. trying to get by, Chris. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, well, uh, Bro- Broke Gravy is on the lookout for a fourth spade player in the area. So if you play spades or if you know someone who plays spades, hit us up at brokegravy at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't even Ooh. know what that's oh. Is that our email? That was... You almost didn't get there. Yep. Okay. We sit okay. out in the pinch. All right. That Hit was... us up there. We're looking for a fourth so we can play spades. Uh, Are there any you'll requirements? Probably, you'll probably be my partner, so you need to be, you need to know your stuff. I was going to say you got to be a black person, but, you I know, mean, just someone who plays spades. Yeah, it's fine. But affirmative action is in place. And so. So white women come through (laughs) (laughs) like you do with that affirmative action. I asked Larkin, I said, do you know how to play spades? She wrote back, she goes, is it like hearts? Yeah, that's that. I don't know how to play hearts. I think hearts is like the exact opposite, isn't it? Hearts? hearts. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like you don't want to get cards? Yeah, you, you don't want books. Well, no, you want you want books in spades. In spades, in hearts, you want yeah. Books. In hearts, you don't want hearts. You don't, you don't want, want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I, I love spades. I always have. I love games. Hit us up at brokegravy.com slash spades sign up. Brokegravy.com slash spades. Have fun creating that page, Leon. And if you hit us up, don't don't come with too much confidence. Just be like, hey, I play spades. I enjoy it. I know what I'm doing. But don't come like, don't come 
like you're the ish because then you're just setting yourself up. Yeah. And if you're going to drop an end bomb, check the room. Like, check the time. Emily Larkin, it's not that much like hearts. <laughs> I mean, what if Larkin just came through like that? Just like, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> That would be wild. That would be wild. There's oh. a blunt tucked up under her hat. We'd have to get that on video. Uh, uh, other than Emily Larkin playing spades, what's good? Uh, uh, Mila and I get to see my mom tomorrow for the first time in a little bit. So it's yeah. gonna be nice. Uh, you know, Mila's definitely been asking for Gigi or Gigi as she likes to pronounce it. Ooh, French. Yeah, it's gotten it it got very heavily accented in the last like month somehow. Yeah. Um, but I'll take it. It's fun. Got that Cajun baby. Yeah. Uh speaking of patois. 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 Man. Uh, yeah, also on the baby tip, um, oh, number two, three, four, five, six. Uh oh, no, no, just rappers, all rappers. I'm, I'm talking about the young one, I'm talking about Lennox. Uh, the other day, we were just like sitting in the living room, and something happened like he dropped something, or something shocked him, and he goes. Oh my God! <laughs> like, what did you just say? He was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and then the next day at school, like at daycare, like his teachers kept on sending us text messages of him going, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like I don't know where he became like. A Midwestern mom. Maybe we're watching too much, like too many episodes of Bobby's World or something, but it's the fucking cutest thing ever. And you start to realize the things that you probably say uh, unknowingly, and then it gets echoed back to you. Like, oh. Yeah, it's been delightful. Cool. Uh, oh, shit. What just happened? Sorry. I had a great conversation with my niece who is her freshman year in person in northern Michigan and uh, she's having a she's having a bit of a issue with her with her roommate and wanted some advice so we talked for like 45 minutes about different options available to her and it was it was such a good conversation that it had me contemplating fatherhood. But like adopting a college student is what you're... Well, here's the deal. No to that. Like, what up, blood? You want to live in my house? <laughs> I got a spot in the basement. So, 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 It'll cost you $75 a day. <laughs> I realized... Cleaning anyways, it was a great conversation. And I was like, oh, am I open to the possibility of that? Because it was... But then I realized, here's my thing. I don't like babies. I like probably third or fourth graders and on 
Yeah, it's a long, it's a long runway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the time flies though. Like you remember our first rehearsal, that little baby that Kelsey was watching is now in second grade. So it's it goes by quick. No joke. Yeah. But anyways, that was it was a great conversation. I, I highly enjoyed it. So uh, if you want any tips, you let us know. <laughs> you don't have no one in college. Oh no, no. I meant just for like becoming a dad. Oh. <laughs> okay. Get some I'll videos leave. we can send you. Set the AC to 76 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take off. Before Wait until the waning moon. That's when. <laughs> what is wrong about, with you? Is he talking about making a baby? Is he talking about his ribs again? Wow. Uh, turn in next, next time. <laughs> all right, thanks for joining us, all y'all. And maybe next week we'll give some shout outs to our Patreons. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Indeed. But you'll have to tune in until next week to actually hear those shout outs. To see, will they actually? <laughs> How tune exciting. in next time for what a cliffhanger. shouting out the Patreons. What or... a cliffhanger. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. Talk uh, you tell your lawn guy I said good luck in the future. All right. I'm there. <laughs> Not that funny. All right, bye. <laughs> For more info on live shows, podcast releases, swag, and more, head over to brokegravy.com or follow Brokegravy on Instagram. Check out our Patreon to help support our art and get yourself some dope benefits over at patreon.com slash brokegravy. And if you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Or recommend us to your friends, loved ones, and enemies. Everyone deserves something nice to listen to. We love answering your questions, so send us one on our website or on Instagram. And as always, we appreciate the love and support. Until next time, it's all gravy.